0: hi hello hello hey what up (laughs) how you doing so good welcome back to the wine about birth podcast we are three birth professionals and best friends and we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth it's not all glitter and rainbows or as we like to say it's a lot more shit than giggles
1: i'm kim haynes midwife at linden tree midwifery
0: i'm meredith rott also midwife with linden tree midwifery I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you guys at Linen Tree Midwifery. And we have two guests, not just one, but two. It's such a special day. It's a special day. Uh, both of these people have been guests before, so this is going to go along with our theme of the day. Um, you want to introduce yourself first? Sure. I am
2: um, Nicole. I am a client, friend, and...
1: Yeah, of Linden Tree Midwifery. I want to sing "Welcome Back." I don't, I don't know. I can't sing, so I'm I don't not. Know. Yeah, that's that's who I am. And I'm Katie, a
3: nurse and birth assistant, and also student midwife with Linden Tree.
0: Sweet, you're a student Katie, midwife th- and
1: assistant everywhere. This is true. Yes,
0: <laughs> Katie, I believe you're going to have to hold your microphone closer to your mouth.
1: Okay. You. <laughs> or speak up, which I never thought I'd have to say to you ever. I know, right? <laughs>
0: Um so uh, who wants to introduce what we're actually talking about today? Me, me, me.
1: I'll do nah, it. Nah, 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 nah. So we are talking about continuity of care today. It's something that all out of hospital midwives base their entire lives on. So we thought let's do a whole episode on what continuity continuity of care actually looks like, let's have on a client slash friend that has received our continuity, who also happens to be our nurse slash student's first continuity of care for becoming a midwife. (laughs) So I'm just super stoked about today.
0: I just wanted to say, I was thinking about this yesterday, that it's one of the things that I love about the CPM training that's different than like nurse midwifery, because I, I feel like if I'm correct, like in nurse midwifery, they need a certain amount of catches or like watching in the hospital, but with the, um, CPM certification, we need a certain amount of continuity of care, which means tell us Katie exactly what that means since you're in that part of your training.
3: Yeah. So basically for the CPM, um, the PEP program, I need five continuity of cares and that means that I have to, um, see the client five appointments over the span of two different trimesters And then um, do their birth, catch a baby, do the newborn exam, and then do at least two postpartum visits with them.
0: Which I think is super awesome because, Nicole, you were saying something about this earlier about how that's so different than what a lot of people experience in the hospital because you might not even see the same... Tell us what you're saying about that.
2: Um, One of the biggest reasons that I decided, my husband and I decided that out of hospital birth was what was right for us, um, for our children, um, was just having an established relationship with a care provider. We really wanted to know who was going to be, um, you know, at our prenatal visits, who would be there for the delivery of our children, um, and who would be there for postpartum. uh, Because, I mean, as a human, I feel like you just really want... uh, you know, that that connected relationship with a specific person. I mean, I know
1: it doesn't work for everybody, but um, but that's something that we really craved.
0: Yeah. And so well,
1: I just wanted to add like CNMs, like my mom's a CNM, and then Natasha and Nanette, like they, not so much my mom because she's in the hospital, but Natasha and Nanette also follow like – They're amazing CNMs. They also give very good continuity of care. Oh, yeah. But they have to go and learn it on their own. Yes. Because the training in the hospital and in their system does not really promote that. So they had to go figure all that out. And they also do offer. So I just wanted to say if you're a CNM, you can still absolutely provide continuity of care, but it's not something my mom learned at all. It's not part
0: of the training protocol that they have to go through to become midwives. Mm So for anyone who doesn't remember, we interviewed Nicole during our um one of our loss episodes. It was episode
1: 66. Episode. So I went back to look because I think people if if you haven't listened to episode 66, you should pause this one and go back so that you can fall in love with Nicole like we did forever ago. Oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> because I feel like oh my I let you squeeze me. So she does let me do that. Okay. <laughs> so I
0: feel like if you that go back, means a hug in Kim language. It's,
1: it is a hug. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. But then, you know, it's just to see the true, um, what continuity means because we chatted with you through your losses as well as your first birth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if you want to see what true continuity looks like, that's why I like this episode. You can go back, like meet Nicole if you haven't already or like get to know her again by listening and then come back and hear, you know. And I love that you have the same picture, but we'll get to that at your birth for that you have with the first I'll have to share those for you It's so awesome, yeah.
0: So I think that before we really dive into this episode, like a muff, (laughs) that we should give a little synopsis on, we did a little bit of more of like what especially like Katie and Kim have been through not just through like through everything like give a small synopsis on the time that you guys have spent together and, and what Meredith it's meant to too. you and Meredith yeah
1: Meredith got squeezed out because she decided to have a baby and Ooh, and then <laughs> she lives an
4: hour away from I, Nicole so I snatched her I up. just
0: know I haven't been a part of it other than like a very <laughs> small part where I drew your blood once <laughs>
4: Hey, yeah, you did Any do Any moment with Nicole is
0: a magical moment, I feel like. And the hangouts we have.
1: And I think we should also, like, first, like, just broadly talk about what continuity even means. Okay. Um,
0: Go ahead. Take the reins. Come. I will. I will do that.
1: So to me, it just means, like, um, just repetitiveness and just trust. And the fluidity, do you know what I mean? Just always having, knowing that you can trust for a particular person to be there. So I have had two births in the hospital, and I did use a midwife for the second one. And it's hard to understand, because I didn't, that it's different. Like, in and out of hospital. Mm-hmm continuity is different even if i saw and i did the same person it was a five minute visit and then um, we're unfortunately unavailable for my birth so it was like i still thought i had continuity but then when i went out of hospital i was like whoa an same. hour like same. an hour visit what what are we going to talk about you know I yeah like,
4: quit. i'm sorry go ahead. I look when I really notice it is when we do the postpartum depression screening prenatally and then we do it postpartum, I think about, like, how sometimes that's the only context for mental health that providers have. Yeah. Whereas, like, we talk about mental health and emotional wellness at every visit. Um, just thinking about that one piece of paper is, like, the only piece of information they have about people's yeah. mental well-being. is crazy to me. Like, obviously, like, they have conversations if it comes up, but if it doesn't come up because you only have 15 minutes, then you might never know.
0: Well, I think it's it's such a big difference in what I can see, because in the way that like you guys do prenatal appointments and you're seeing the same people over and over again, you're actually getting to know them and you remember who they are as people or as like if you're in a practice in the hospital where you see 100 people a day, like you're not going to be able to see small changes in people because you don't have a relationship. And so I guess, you know, we always talk about it takes a village. And that to me is what continuity is, is like it's relationship building. You're not just a patient. Um, you have a relationship with us as providers.
1: I filled out. Um, in one of my pregnancies, it was not a good, it was a terrible. It was like the worst time that we've ever had in my entire life. And I marked, I scored horribly on the depression screen and I wasn't even depressed, but it was like, can you afford food? Not really. Do you feel safe? Not really. Like oh, I literally could not have scored worse. Nobody talk to me so why are they filling it out even so they might have those forms but they're not doing but do it. they have resources to follow them up? right and it's right. hard for us to find resources right and we have looked and looked and looked like over the last few years like trying to find postnatal depression like somebody that can really understand it and talk to people about that or you know resources for childcare or food like we actually look for those things and it's mm-hmm. hard to find when you are looking for those things
0: so, Nicole, why don't you tell us in your own words what continuity is meant to you in the basis of, like, this relationship and, and how it's helped you through your journey? Because we've been, you know, I'm going to say hanging out with you <laughs> for, what has it been now, like, five? How old is Brett? Uh, He's three
2: and a half. Okay. So been like four, four years. <laughs> yeah. Four, four, four to five, well, four Well and a half, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it comes out to be. Um, to me, you know, like I, like I said, it's just, I crave the relationship with people. I feel like it's hard for me to build trust with people and to feel safe. Um, so knowing that that was something that I needed, um, mm-hmm. for, for my care with uh prenatal and then you know labor and delivery and then postpartum um and one thing that is funny that i noticed with Katie Aww, and it's Kim risk. that's my that's my littlest one now um one thing that's funny that i noticed with Katie and Kim is that they even know me a little bit more than i know myself sometimes um they would call me out on my my crap if i was if i was fibbing about something or there were times that i thought that um you know i was being honest about something and they they were like, are you really sure that you feel that way? Um, I can't really think of any specific examples off the top of my head, but um, that, was, that was definitely a trend with my care. Um, but, I mean, I've seen Kim and Katie uh, through my birth with my first son, who, like I said, is now three and a half, mm-hmm. um, and that was at Premier Birth Center. And then, um, you know, if you go back and listen to episode 66, you will hear about some of the struggles that we had, uh, my husband and I had, and, you know, Kim, Meredith, Jess, Katie, they were all uh, supportive through that and, you know, like followed followed my journey and has led us to our birth with our newest little member who is a month old today. So,
0: well, I wanted to say um, that from what I've seen to um, being around people who are struggling with loss that are in different care settings. Um, I've heard this story over and over again, that it can be really hard to be heard about your losses and then it can be really hard to get the help to find out like, yeah, what is happening and why does this keep happening? Mm -hmm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about, about that continuity for you? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, um, I think the biggest gray area for, for me that I've noticed is, um, Uh, you know, like through some of my friends, when you get pregnant and you, you get a positive test at home, you call like an OB office if that's where you plan on going. And you don't even actually have a face-to-face visit with anybody for, you know, I mean, what another five weeks, five to six weeks after you get that positive test. So, um, let's say you get, really nauseated really sick or you're not able to keep fluids down i mean what do you do do you just go to the er if you know you feel like you might be dehydrated or if you start spotting or bleeding um i mean those were some of the specifics that we had as far as like you know with our losses and we felt like if we would have been in a different type of care setting that we wouldn't have had the support that we needed i mean it was even hard to find it um like I needed a DNC at one point and it was impossible, it felt like anyway, to find uh, someone that was willing to take me in to perform that without being a client of theirs or a patient of theirs. So, um, you know, Meredith called, what was it, like five or six different offices um, and just connections that you have in the hospital to try and figure out what to do for me. Um, so there's definitely a gap in, a gap in care there and if I wouldn't have had the support of you guys um and the continuity of care that i've had over the years then i i would have been totally lost as far as like what to do so
1: it's definitely a benefit and i know this is a horrible day but i do remember (laughs) laughing because when you when you did have one of your miscarriages when you were on your trip yes I don't know what we started texting about, but I, we were recording and I just started laughing mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, this is a terrible day. And I'm hysterically laughing. And you were like, I don't know why, but I'm hysterically laughing. Like, yeah. cause we, I don't know, we were joking about uh-huh. something and you were like, what would I do if I couldn't laugh at a time yeah. like this? I'm like, I don't know. Cry mm-hmm. harder. Like, yeah. No, no just being able,
2: I mean, like, having someone that I could literally send pictures to in the car or right. be like what this is this Is like? the normal amount of blood that I should right. be losing I mean that was that was a very intense and traumatizing um loss that was yeah. definitely our hardest and I, if I wouldn't have had you guys I I I don't know what I would have done I
4: think we were laughing about drinking of all things
2: I think we were
4: <laughs> I don't know oh it was like on silver That's, lining yeah. you can have
2: a margarita Yes yes that was it while I was at the beach It was mm-hmm. like
1: don't don't say that or whatever you know because she's so kind and I'm so like but
4: pretty sure I was all for that margarita I was like you get wasted my friend
0: I know that it's like trying to figure out why all of those are happening and the continuity of, of like doing lab work in your early pregnancy and trying to figure out like how can we help your next pregnancy not end up the same way as the other ones um I know a lot of people that have a different way of care like that can be really difficult to do and you can have loss after loss after loss yeah um and it's just really difficult to try and get Mm. the answers you need to try and have a full term pregnancy
2: yeah no and just having like a gathering of the minds or the support that i had um like I said, you know, you just, you, you don't find that elsewhere and it may not even be the fault of the office or the the providers that you're seeing. It's just the amount of, of clients that they have or patients that they have. It's, it's not, it's not their care structure. Whereas with this type of care structure, I feel like you have so
1: much more support. And how can it be? Like yeah, mom will see 60 women exactly. in a day and she's like, I want, I want to be there for them, but I yeah. can't I literally can't you know yeah and she's it's just not possible the brightest human I know so
4: I feel like a lot of the time with you also we didn't like yes we were trying to find answers and like exploring resources but I feel like most of the time we we're like this sucks yeah This really f- fucking sucks yeah or we were just like would be angry together yeah and like I don't I don't know it was we don't usually get to be a part of that journey for mm-hmm. people and so I think it was I don't know just nice to like name where we were all at and it was okay to do that with each other. And we could like be professional about it, but also Mm -hmm. just be like empathetic. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we had kind of like the three of us, like when every time you would go through a loss, then Meredith and I had our own private text where we'd be like, "Ah!" Like, Wah! you know, like we're things yeah. we don't want to quite say because we don't. But we're just like upset in our own ways, like providers. But we didn't want to make it about us. So we would text our worst texts to each other and then get all that out. So, yeah, it's awesome for us to have that.
0: Mm-hmm. So why don't we talk a little bit more about continuity care in the midwifery model? Um, because... I'm so excited because you just had a rainbow baby, which I'm so excited about. Um, And in the second half, we're going to tell your birth story. Um, But what else do you guys... um, Katie, do you have anything more to say about, like, the path of your midwifery training and doing continuity of care or...
1: Or maybe, like, how you felt knowing that you were at Nicole's first birth and that she might be... Because we didn't know she would be your first continuity. It just played out perfectly so like how did that you didn't know i I had it in my mind (laughs) (laughs) it was happening but like like, i'm always five steps ahead of (laughs) y'all yeah so like how does it feel to know that you have like oh she's gonna be like a repeat yeah and also yeah it was
3: really special for it to be a repeat and then also a continuity um i realized that when i saw nicole i think it was like right around 20 weeks for the first time yes um Mm -hmm. I was like oh that's like a different trimester you know than the third trimester so I can like I can make this happen and I think I like hinted at one of your appointments Uh like
2: hey what do you think it was like a proposal
3: yeah I was like hi it was beautiful will you be my did you present her with anything (laughs) (laughs) a big smile (laughs) cervical change
4: rings
3: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I forget where I was going with that but no, it was, it w- it's it was really special for her to be like, for her to be my first. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I do also think like, it just helps the providers like walking through um, your first birth, getting to know you and, and Jarrett and Brett, and then your losses. And then this birth, like also just, you would have like moments of, I just don't, I'm just not sure why I'm feeling this way. And it would be like, well probably because you've you know yeah walked through a hard time before yeah like that's that's to be expected Mm. so it is it just helps the providers it does help us to see the big picture of it right
1: to know like there are little you had little emotional hiccups which you weren't you were like i know this is going to be really emotional for me yeah but then when we know each step of the way that you took last time as well as the losses that you had to go through it just it really made it so much easier to provide care knowing where all of your thoughts were coming yeah. from. Yeah, you know? I
3: really did. And I, and I'm sure it made it easier for you to communicate that with us as well.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, like you know, like I said, just having that having that former former relationship with you guys and that already um, you know,
1: the the trust that was already built, uh it it definitely makes it easy. These are the reasons that when people I know are pregnant, they think, you know, you can't tell someone, you should use a midwife, especially if you know them because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you're just advertising for yourself or whatever but I'm like you don't even I'm just telling you like just interview a couple of midwives and get the feel because it's just so different and I know that there are a lot of
0: people who have different kinds of care I've I've seen this happen several times where they're like I was super happy with my care and this this and that and then they choose to try a different kind of care that has more continuity and they're like I thought I was but I had no idea that this even existed. Like it's just a whole different realm of thinking about how your prenatal and birth care works. The
3: grass is sometimes greener, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I worked at the birth center and with Kim, um, during my pregnancy with Ethan, and I, you know, oh, yeah, out of hospital birth, great, 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 but I didn't realize the continuity of care. I didn't realize the prenatal appointments and how close you get and how much trust Mm -hmm. you gain, gain and all that, so, yeah.
0: Um, Nicole, you mentioned the gap in care between when you first pee on the stick yeah. and when you finally go see mm-hmm. somebody, um, several weeks later, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the gap in care that very often happens postpartum oh, because absolutely. a lot of people give birth in a hospital, they're there overnight, they leave the next yeah. morning. And they don't see mm-hmm. anybody. I mean, they take their baby to the pediatrician. It's
1: a six-week stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They, they don't see anybody until their six-week postpartum. There is no postpartum care. Yeah. And no. No. the postpartum care you are getting is from just the nurses in the hospital just for like that 24 hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit to what... That meant to you?
2: Yeah, well, it means a lot. I called Kim on the toilet uh, day four or five.
1: Ooh, and you sent me an awesome picture once too. <laughs> I, I
2: did. I'm like, I know how much you love getting photos like this. So this was in my underwear. Um, no, it's, it's postpartum. Like I've never had a postpartum where I didn't have the support that I felt like I needed. So I can't speak to the other side of it. But just having the support, where you know, like I said, I had to, I had to call call Kim, um, like less than a week in or a week out from having, uh, having Ruth. And, uh, I mean, I would have panicked and went to the hospital. I get probably, um, if I wouldn't have had that, that, uh, the opportunity to call, you know, like one of our care providers that we had, um, because I mean, there are scary moments that happen, especially, I mean, this was our second baby and I, I still did that. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's somebody's first child, I can't imagine having to go through the, the first, postpartum um, every single baby
0: your brain resets right it (laughs) it it totally
2: does I just remember nothing nothing which is good and that's why mother nature continues to to have us have more children and procreate because we forget she (laughs) just wipes wipes
3: the memory (laughs)
1: yeah do you remember your like what it was like postpartum for you when you had, like, you had your first two yeah, in the hospital, right, right, as well?
3: Yeah, our first two were in the hospital. Yeah, you have, you know, the 24 to 48 hours in the hospital, and then you go home with the discharge instructions. <laughs> and you have your mom, if you have your mom, and if she's a decent human, you know? And that was it. It, it was like, well, we're just going to try this and see if it works. I had a friend I could call, but we were pretty much the only ones um, having babies at the time, yeah. so... It was nothing, nothing compared to what we offer here and nothing compared to my last two.
1: And it's lonely.
3: It's so lonely. I just
1: remember feeling like really, my mom was a labor and delivery nurse when I had my first two, but still like just because she is used to being like, again, that lack of care. I just felt like so alone and I didn't. I don't know.
0: And it's what's become normalized. So people yeah. don't even question that. That's just the normal until they see something exactly. different.
2: And then they may, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if this would be the case, but I feel like you would feel kind of strange needing extra support because it's like, well, everybody else does it without, without right, needing anything. Right, so. right.
1: And then we wonder why our postpartum depression in this exactly. country is so Well, and then we're crazy. stuck asking pediatricians
3: uh-huh. is this normal for breastfeeding or exactly. is this normal right, and it's right. like they don't have the answers either no, pediatricians
0: no. are not experts no in but that's that that's
3: who we're seeing the most <laughs> yep. in that like exactly. six week postpartum period you know because they have to go
1: see the pediatrician Ooh, quick shout out to chelsea felty who got she's now doing breastfeeding advice yes, and all right. that so she's so spectacular yeah. and so awesome if i had her helping me I probably would have nursed Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's always nice
0: to know there's good lactation consultants and support out there. Um, Because that also makes a big difference in continuity of care. Because I was just talking about that with a client yesterday. And I was like, there's so much misinformation about breastfeeding out there. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying, like you're. Your brain resets after every birth, even if you're a birth worker, you're like, you ask questions that you answer all the time. And so if you're overwhelmed,
1: you texted me so many questions or called me or whatever when you were pregnant with Lila yeah, or (laughs) with Ren rather. And I was like, it's so weird. Why are you asking? And you would always say, okay, I know the answer, but I just need to hear it from someone, not me. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And, and it's like the same with like breastfeeding. If you're so overwhelmed and you're postpartum and you don't have the support and like somebody who doesn't know what normal breastfeeding looks like says this, this or that. Like it's so easy for just like that monkey wrench to get thrown into your journey um, because you don't have that continuity and you don't have the good support.
2: Yeah, and I, another thing that I've found is that you you really just kind of become a part of a community, and it's not just you know who's in this room. It's you know like you know I've I've met Chelsea. I think you're actually the one that introduced me to her, Kim. Um, and then now she's working at the hospital is correct me if I'm wrong is she the lactation consultant there? I think she's one of them I don't I know exactly
1: what her I don't know is, I got so but... excited when I started yeah. reading her post that I don't know <laughs> if I actually like read yeah. every
2: word <laughs> yeah but I mean no you you learn um about so many resources and people that are just beneficial in this community um that you, you might already know and you didn't even realize that they were working uh within that circle so
0: another awesome. positive well, does anybody want – I want to leave a little bit more time in the second half because I don't want to just do your birth story. I kind of want Although to – Although we could. <laughs> if you're okay with it, like kind of do like your pregnancy to, yeah. your, to your birth story. Sure. Um So is there anything else somebody – anyone wants to say about continuity of care before we go to break? I do want to say that the relationship that we all have
1: with Nicole is not – we are not like this with every client. No, like, we're we, not. We do provide the same level of continuity, if, if any way, shape, or form that we can, but we just happen to become friends, <laughs> and so here we are. Sorry, guys. However, I, any client can send, and does, send pictures of me to my phone and- Pictures of you? Pictures of them, or whatever's in their underwear. <laughs> <to> <laughs> I was me. like, uh, how'd you get in their underwear? At dinner time, yeah. <laughs> so all of that stuff is the same, but- <laughs>
0: All right, so. That came out all wrong. No, it came out right for you. It usually does. All right, so let's go to a, I want to say a quick cheers to all the midwives and and doctors because there are doctors in the hospital and it's a harder place to give continuity, but there are really great providers everywhere that do provide continuity of care. And I just wanted to give a quick cheers to all of you providers that are doing that and making a difference in the lives of all these families. Can we cheers to our dear
4: friend Alice really quick Because she was telling me a story She's a traveling nurse in the hospital at L&D right now And she was like yeah I have like three boxes Going out to my clients who have experienced loss in the last month And I was like can you stop Aww, being she's so amazing She's all the so time. sweet so,
0: Alice you're phenomenal keep doing what you do I want she, an Alice She's absolutely the best love her so much Alright let's go to break Cue the music Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is us. We started our Patreon recently, and there are special benefits that you can get just by being a patron of our podcast. So if you love our podcast and you would love to support us in putting out more great content, um, sign up for our Patreon. There's three different levels of support that you can give any little bit goes a long way in uh, helping us be able to continue making this podcast a reality and for everyone who is supporting us already um, we adore you we thank you so much um, and we look forward to entertaining you guys for a long time to come all right let's go back to our episode welcome back from that delightful break I'm starting with a
1: shout-out, the second half. Shout it out. Two of them, actually. um, You know how we do births upstairs and downstairs sometimes? Like, there's a family that lives upstairs, and then they rent out their beautiful downstairs to other people. So right now, um, we have two families. One is pregnant downstairs, and the other one is pregnant upstairs and, like, do in their window. And so I went to do her home visit for the upstairs mom, and the downstairs dad was in his car when I pulled up downstairs dad
0: downstairs daddy that's a t-shirt
1: somewhere (laughs) and i was like hey he yelled we've been listening to your podcast you guys are hilarious and i was like oh my gosh so i think the four of them like listened to it together or something which cracks so fun um and the other thing i thought was fun was mel melissa mel from the conference that we met hey mel hello she also just passed her norm and she is a CPM. Congratulations. Ooh, 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 ooh. You don't know her. I know. So she sent me a message I got this morning that said that she did a birth, like a skills um, birth assistant training after the conference. And she showed them the rebozo move that I was teaching at the conference. So one of the labor and delivery nurses was at work one night recently, and they had a mom pushing for several hours and they couldn't get the baby under the pubic bone. So she's like, can I please just try this move? And they said, yes. And then she had that baby out in four pushes. And she's like, I just wanted you to know that you helped to get that baby out or whatever. But she sent me a picture of her teaching the class. That's so awesome. I
0: know. I I was going to say about that move as well, that, um, I did a birth a few months ago and when the mom started pushing the baby started deselling like way down into the 60s And so we were about to call EMS and transfer to the hospital and I was like um, But the midwife was like, well, you know I'm just gonna check her to make sure the baby's not right there So she doesn't have the baby in the ambulance and I was like, why don't we just try? This thing real quick One push the baby went from, like, not being able to see the baby to coming out. I was like, love it.
3: (laughs) Love the move. Yeah. The rebozo move. So I remembered after the conference that I did that with Whitney. Oh. In the hospital. Yeah. That VBAC mom that we had. What? That's so cool.
0: I'm telling (laughs) you, it's a phenomenal move. It works. It It does work. So before we start talking about Nicole's story of this pregnancy from beginning to end, um you guys wanted to say one other thing about continuity to care and informed consent and all that jazz
1: yeah i was just saying when you have like true continuity you and you have those one hour visits and you have that relationship building um then it helps you to make those decisions that you have to make in pregnancy so like vitamin K, eye ointment, hepatitis B, all these things that we talk about. When you have true continuity, you have time to really get educated on these things. We still encourage you to educate yourself. Um, And then you had pointed out that it's not just that you that are trusting us, but you can go into what you were saying too about... I was trusting you.
2: Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs>
1: um,
2: no, you better. Like, <laughs> yeah, you better. No, I think that um, when we start to get into my pregnancy a little bit, we'll talk more about this. But just like pregnancy, as well as um, the decisions that we made prior to going into labor and whatnot, um, I had my own thoughts on my hormone levels when I was pregnant, and you know any research that I found, I would send it. would send it to you Kim and um you know you would I was learning yeah with you yeah it's not my
1: forte Mm -hmm.
2: yeah but no like it you know you trusted me that I knew what I was talking about about (laughs) like you know like my own body and and things that I was experiencing or going through and you know you gave me your professional um opinion on them as well or connected me to people that you knew in uh in your birth community that would have better insight on those types of things so it's the trust goes goes both ways yeah
0: it's mutual trust between provider and client because you if you don't have that it can be easy for providers to be like to just feel like oh that person doesn't know what they're talking about we know better about their birth or their body but when you know that you've met them and you know that they do inform consent then when they want something it's easier to be like you know what i trust you that you know what what you're talking about with your own body
1: and like you said not all in-hospital providers are the same but i definitely not i did a um a consultation yesterday and the dad was like really irritated because the doctor just walked in and was like here's what you're doing this is what you need to do mm-hmm. this is how it's gonna go and then just like got up and left like there was no like what do you think about that or have you done any research on this he
4: was just like this is how it's
1: happening the end
4: while also interjecting i'm very sensitive about this oh
1: yeah he goes uh, while i'm very sensitive about this subject Fuck you and your thoughts. Like, that's what I heard. Like, whatever. But they're not all like that. But I'm just saying that one was. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hashimi's not like that.
0: We love Dr. Hashimi. And I've had some phenomenal providers. I just did a birth last week where the midwife in the hospital was like super phenomenal and respectful. And so it does exist out there. Yeah. And um, you always
1: have good experience with it's Shenandoah women's, right? And yeah. And Harrisonburg. Harrisonburg. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. Did a really it was it was a, a great birth. And I was really impressed with the midwife and how patient and kind she was um, and all the nurses. Um. Okay. Nicole, why don't you start from the day you peed on the stick?
2: Ooh. Well, it was or actually what, like What led 4 up I to am. that?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> four, <laughs> it was 4 in the morning when you I did that? I think so. Yeah. Jarrett left for work, and I was like,
0: hmm. <laughs> two weeks earlier, mm-hmm. two people who were in love. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let me hear this, Jess. Are you there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, came together metaphysically or whatever (laughs) no No. Mm -mm. the sperm met the egg
2: actually how it happened was Um, what happened was (laughs) um no yeah so when we found out we were pregnant with miss ruth i think i actually sent jared a a Snapchat video of a positive pregnancy test. And I was like, well, here we are again. Uh, Because really like, I don't want to say that the joy was stolen away with all of our losses. um, Like every time we get a positive pregnancy test, but you know, it was just like one of those things where it's like, this isn't for us. This wasn't like, Oh, we're pregnant. This is like, Oh, we're maybe pregnant. Let's, start this train over again
0: is it going to go all be, yeah go full term or is it mm-hmm. not going to we never know
1: yeah so it's you felt like that for a long time y- yeah like you needed to get past well you kept yeah. changing it at first it was 20 weeks yeah. but then it was viability <laughs> uh-huh. but then you were like why the hell is this I kid not coming out here. of me yeah, like- <laughs>
2: exactly no it, it definitely it did keep changing kim's kim's right on that um but yeah so no found out we were pregnant uh at the time we were seeing um a fertility specialist in Northern Virginia. Um, so I had early care with them that basically consisted of just lots of blood work and, um, frequent ultrasounds. Uh, so lots of drives to Northern Virginia. Um, and then they actually weren't, uh, keen on following some of my hormone levels that I thought were causing issues, uh, with remaining pregnant. So, that's where, you know, my my care came in with Kim and Katie and Mare and you know everybody, everybody came together to help. You don't have to say it. I wasn't with, there.
4: Also, well, I feel like you don't have to say our names.
2: <laughs> no, well, all, no, like the dream all dream team. The, no, it is you guys are the dream team. So I do, I do have to. I'm just gonna say these girls. Um, this group of this group of girls. So anyway, you know, we talked to uh, another midwife as well, Natasha, um, about uh, having progesterone. So- progesterone supplements uh because the office that i was seeing actually wanted me to stop taking uh suppositories like cold turkey and i think it was on like 400 Ooh. milligrams uh so we we're like how many like, wow how eight. many okay yeah eight weeks pregnant they wanted me to stop that like cold turkey no weaning or anything like that um weaning is a weird word <laughs> that was just uh <laughs>
0: that, that cold turkey is being weaned
2: um So, so yeah, then we went to injections and that wasn't fun, but, uh, you know, having, having the support that we had, we, we got through it. That was a long few months. Uh, my husband became my, my live-in nurse for me. Um, and then I don't know what else happened. I just want to say
1: your intuition was right because you were going to the lab, like you were taking yourself to the lab and you would like start to come off of it yeah and then your progesterone would just, just tank pull, like yeah tank and then mm-hmm. you even had cramping once right yeah. yes and so you're like nah! and you would start it again so just imagine yeah. like like all that work you put into like keeping everything yeah. level it's exhausting mentally how dare you know about <laughs> your body like no and like how nobody... could you possibly be right about that
2: yeah and and i feel like any of the offices that i was going to like just didn't seem to to care uh, about that so that kind of that's it stank. I we even went to an endocrinologist, stank. and uh, he basically told me that if I would have went to see him prior to being pregnant, he would have treated me. Um, but since I was already pregnant, he didn't want to change anything. So that's what led. Didn't to the one of them injections. say, "I don't know
1: who these midwives are"? Yeah, yeah they
2: did. <laughs> yeah, that was the first question I got when who are when these people? In. Yep. Um, but hi. It's me. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) We're the solution. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we, we got further along, along in the pregnancy. I still didn't feel comfortable, obviously. Um, and then that led up to miss Ruth's birth, but I want to know if you guys have anything to add about pregnancy or.
1: I just remember you were like, this is going to be so emotional for me. I just feel like all these emotions building up, um, And then it took you, and I just want to point out, it's normal for people who experience loss, especially later in trimesters. It took you a while to feel connected to Ruth. Yeah. Or you you were connected somewhat, but you didn't want to allow yourself a relationship with her yet. Do you know what I mean? It was very
2: sterile, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah, but
1: because you just couldn't go through that again, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. But, but
1: then you became irritated that she wasn't coming out. You yes. went from like, <laughs> no connection
0: to must meet this baby. <laughs> like,
2: no, it was like overnight. It was definitely overnight that
0: happened. So how many weeks did you end up going to? Let's talk about that journey of you waiting to go into labor. Thinking Ooh. she was going to be early. And I was like, <laughs> nah. I tortured myself with that. Doesn't don't everyone say that? that oh, I think I'm going to be early.
1: Okay. But you knew oh. not to do that. And you I did know. it anyway.
2: I did it anyway i think at like 25 weeks i started asking you guys when do you think i'm going to go into labor and you're like
0: whoa let's back hold
3: up up." he's like girl
0: (laughs) if i could tell that on my clients i would be a millionaire by now and i wouldn't be working anymore that's what they both said also
4: you nicole you know that's what we say we have the same thing we say Every single time when someone asks that, and you know that, and, and yes,
1: I still they didn't. always ask because it's different one It's you.
4: <laughs> Her different. brain
2: resets every time. I was like, oh, "Come on, guys! Like, just entertain me here. Let's see." One
3: appointment, she goes, "Tell me 43. she's big and she's coming tomorrow." Yes, <laughs> I did say that. I was like, "Yeah, girl, she's big and she's coming tomorrow." <laughs> you, you Does that did. make your day happy? You tomorrow, did. you'll be mad at me, but
0: yeah, I was. <laughs> so if it makes so you happy today. I'll like say it. Damn, Katie's a liar. To men is dirty talk. <laughs> That's exactly I was
3: like touching her belly, feeling position. Tell me she's big and she's coming tomorrow.
2: That would have been an awkward point for, for someone
3: to walk in. While she was, like, staring at my eyes. Mm-hmm. Dead eye contact. <laughs>
1: Poor yes. Jared. Anytime he was home during a visit, he would just, like, lay there. And, like, uh-huh.
4: Probably the awkward like, walk that Nick does on New Girl, like, Yes. Like, walking. See, now I'm I am going to leave the reference. room.
0: We should ask him his opinion on continuity care. He'd be like, these bitches are always showing up. I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. He'd be <laughs> like, like my I wife- could not get rid of them. <laughs>
2: Probably he'd probably just be like um, my wife. I'd text her or call her. She wouldn't answer and wouldn't hear from her for a few hours. And then all of a sudden she's like, "Sorry, Kim and Katie were here."
1: <laughs> and then Meredith was like, "I don't even want to hear it next time I do a two-hour visit. I don't even want to hear it." And I'm like, "We can't walk away."
2: Yeah, I think when Mayor came, we were together for a couple of hours. It was three. It was
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's Mayor's Gu- jam. Also, was like the fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm I'm here for
0: it. So you are now full term, and yes. you don't know when you're going to go into labor. Well, we need to back that up, that okay. train up a little bit. All uh, right, thirty thirty back, six buck,
2: weeks. I was like, it up. All right, like
1: any day now oh I started saying that to
2: everyone I'm like
1: get her <laughs> out meanwhile Katie and I were like I don't know what to say to her to get it through her head her beautiful hair See, that this baby is not coming <laughs> yet yeah
3: that's no. why I lied to her I'm like yeah tomorrow yeah. honey we were like
4: Summer can you work on this please because she's clearly not listening to us you're our only for, hope
2: for Summer that was that's my friend and doula extraordinaire so
0: yeah you, we were going to give a shout out that about how you had the same doula through both births. Yes. But I guess you can talk about yes. that when you're actually in labor and how that yeah. was for yes. you.
2: Um, yeah, because she was a big part of that. But anyway, 36 weeks, I'm like, yep, preparing. She's coming any day. So I started vacuuming every, every day. single day.
1: Every oh, day. Word.
3: <laughs> the bar stores, stools were perfectly set. Perfectly yeah. set. Mm-hmm.
2: Every time. It became this like unhealthy obsession it was it was so bad but like when I was pregnant with Brett I was still working so I had other things to focus on um and this time I just had a toddler and I don't want to say just had a toddler because he requires a lot of time and attention but uh I definitely was just waiting every day for her to come yeah Um, we got (laughs) there were you gonna tell that
1: yes yeah yeah, so
3: much so that when we got there Jarrett walks by the uh laundry room and he goes wait what your vacuum was like, oh, thank God.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I needed a break. <laughs> he
2: did do that. He was, he, he uh, had a one-on-one with the vacuum cleaner and he said that that thing was just so happy that I finally had the baby so it could get a break, but um,
1: you wore that thing out. <laughs> oh, I did. I probably need to invest in one. And I um, joked that I dropped a cookie on your carpet and it was cleaner when I picked it up than it was when it <laughs> fell through the air. <laughs> she did say that. And, and I, I just video. ate it. Yep. I would eat um,
3: off the floor at Nicole's house. No, yes, oh yes, yeah. I would probably. Yes, eat out I of the would. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. So anyway, thirty-six weeks through thirty-nine weeks was hell. Probably is the best way to describe it uh, mentally. And then, like you know, the the mental portion of it really started to become a factor for me to where I was like, I was I felt like I was going insane, and I uh, had a stretch and sweep with. Um, uh, my first my first baby. And I had decided that even though I didn't have a negative experience with that, I didn't want any type of you intervention did
0: not. this time. Zero. did not. at all. Yeah. What did you say? You're like, I don't want any fingers in my vagina. Exactly. That's exactly what my I said. My goal
3: is to go the entire pregnancy and birth with no exams. Yeah, she,
2: so Katie's <laughs> mocking me right now because I did say <laughs> that. That is what she and said. And then 39 and Goals 6. Goals change. Yeah. Katie and Kim come to the house and I'm like... I'm 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 like biting my fingernails just waiting for them to offer something to me. Nope. Yep. And no, no, yeah, it was uh No Kim did it. I was like, Yeah, let's do it. No, Katie (laughs) was like, I want her to have her baby. I see them going back and forth. They're like they're looking at each other and Kim's like, Well, you know, we can wait until and Katie's like but we can offer. Or. <laughs>
3: <So> <laughs> it's informed consent. Whatever <laughs> and you this want. off, Katie.
0: <laughs> in this scenario, was Kim the angel and Katie was the yep, devil?
3: Yeah. Yep. Hey,
0: and I'm did, just go. sitting there
2: smiling, looking back and forth. I'm like. Or you in Nicole's guys eyes, I was the angel.
0: That's true. That's you true. <laughs> Kim oh. was the devil.
1: <laughs> there, were se- there were several times during the third trimester and during labor that you literally said, I'm. You guys are thinking two different things. I can uh-huh. tell because she'd look back and forth, and we'd both try to keep a straight face and, and be this like, "Is
2: another great any, thing, right?" About any answer is care. fine. Like mm-hmm.
4: you get to know your she care knew. providers.
1: You don't agree with what she's saying. I didn't say that. Eventually, your when eyes you guys did.
4: Came to the door, she'd let Katie in, but close the door when you tried to walk. <laughs> you in say come,
3: <laughs> for me.
2: Yeah. Exactly. No, that was um that that that's what happened. But Katie was like. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so does that mean that we're going to do something? And you're like, well, if we want to. well, can, If can, you want to. Yeah. If like you it. want to. And I did. I did want to. Um, I changed my goals that day. I uh, say That day, yeah. I changed my yep. goals. They're like, well, you know, we can just do a check. And then if, you know, you're feeling favorable, then we can talk about a stretch and sweep. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. 110%. <laughs> so
1: I'm surprised with how on board I am with this
2: conversation and idea um exactly Her uh,
1: pants were off before yeah, I, was, I even turned I was around. Say, they I was closed like,
2: the door, and I'm like, "You guys don't have to leave."
1: Like, it's they're already off. You know what my butt looks like. <laughs> she's like, "I don't need to change your mind. Just stay." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm trying to like Do you want a cover? Do you want?" And she's like, "No, just get in there." And it's like I feel See what's happening. So aggressive. Wow, <laughs> so aggressive.
0: She's so comfortable with you. <laughs> we don't have to do that special magical thing where we walk out of the room when no, you get. Naked. I did it. <laughs> I was
2: like, "Why are you closing the door?" <laughs>
0: Why are you leaving me?
2: Exactly. I'm like, don't let them run away, Jared.
1: <laughs> Do not let them out the front door.
2: You're not doing this.
1: You don't want him to get the wrong idea. No, I don't. And on my
2: cheeks hurt. Him. Uh, so anyway, we did that had a lot of
0: um so so what happened during that exam how yeah, far maybe a lot you dilated guys were say, you like were you able to do a stretch and you sweep? said I was
4: three and you yeah. stretched me to four yeah
3: super favorable I think yeah I started at like two and then like three I could stretch her to four mm-hmm. but I think because she was so high up and I'm used to checking people in actual labor that I was like why is this baby like moving like this? No. So I had oh, Kim check.
1: That's when you were like. Because ins- I was
3: like, I don't know if her arm is above her head. Well, or- as soon as you were
1: like, I don't know. And I was like, you shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> shut your face. What? What are you feeling? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just saying it didn't feel like I'm used to feeling something. And I was like, is that a butt? I know. Is this so- a butt?
3: <laughs> I didn't think it was a butt. It didn't feel squishy like a butt. I thought her arm was like that, like above her head. Oh. Yeah. And I was feeling like, that but yeah. she was super floating mm-hmm.
1: because mm-hmm. Yeah. so much water later in there. found out
3: we had some some other poly. Things. yeah
1: we'll get just to that. on the it's on the on the border yeah. on the border
2: um yeah so anyway we did that um i had lots of contractions bloody show lost my mucus plug over what two or three days um and then everything would just die out did know, not like, go into labor no so and depressing. you
0: know you're just walking around like three to four oh, centimeters that dilated. night i was
2: like we gotta clean this house up we've got everything ready we are having a baby tonight and we need to go to bed now i'm gonna be in labor in three hours like, <laughs> i thought
3: you were gonna call that night i did too i, I really thought i did. was I
2: going so to too. but i had very consistent and stronger contractions um that night but then they just died off so just so
4: frustrating womp womp. how mad
1: were you
2: when you woke up i was really pissed yeah yeah yeah, you're
4: like, God damn it. I'm so well rested. Right. I know. <laughs> My house is clean. The pool's inflated.
2: It was it was uh, everything felt miserable, but, you know, it wasn't. It was fine. It kind was of. fine. Um, So that that trend kind of stayed for that whole week until I saw you guys again um and then when I saw you again I was 41 and one I had just had an ultrasound
3: yeah you saw mare and I here yes mm-hmm. yes I saw yeah them.
2: no I saw you guys yes again in a- the middle again? of that week yeah oh. I don't remember why that happened I'm, so we, oh, we did see you twice that we week because yeah, it was your 41st week. No, which I is normal. stopped by for a reason and I can't remember what the reason was. I stopped by here. Were you, were you processing
4: the endocrinologist? Was that that time? No, no, you had
3: your ultrasound and you came to get a STEM kit oh. or something. I don't know what's we going on. We just used any
4: reason. Yeah, I don't, anyway. whatever, it is, I don't whatever it is. I don't
3: remember.
2: Whatever it is, I saw uh, Meredith and Katie here and I think I had already gotten a STEM kit. I don't remember. Um, it feels like this was she a She just year wanted ago. all like the birth juju to her yeah. so boss. Yes. Like
4: surrounding yourself by pregnant women. But and that birth was workers. Friday.
2: Yes. Yeah, so Friday had the ultrasound, came here, and you two were here. hmm You Katie did another stretch and sweep. Mm-hmm. You were like
1: God, this is ridiculous.
0: I was like, this you is awful. So, so during 100%. the ultrasound is when you yeah. found out you had Polly.
2: Yeah. So when when I had gotten here, I got the report. We read it. Everything looked great with baby, but um, i always try to say uh polyamorous which obviously means that i have multiple <laughs> partners so you guys that baby to. was so polyamorous <laughs> you guys exactly you guys will have to use the actual term i don't know what it is Polyhydram- poly yeah yeah which basically means
1: excess oh, fluid yeah. yeah but it was right yeah right super it mild was like mm-hmm. right on the line almost just high normal. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's our problem. Mm-hmm.
3: That that was, that's it. Yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. That was,
1: you were here for that
3: conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel then like it was a couple of days later we had an appointment with Meredith and I.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Well, no. The next day was the day that you guys came to the house. Yeah. Yeah. I was forty-one and two when you guys came. Or yeah, forty-one and two when you guys came to the house. We did the stretch and sweep here at forty-one and one. That's right. And so you're still
0: not going into labor. Nope. Still. And I'm like, well, we just need to break her water and be done with it. I remember Mm -hmm. having conversations with you where you're like, if we break her water, she's just going to go into labor. It's just going to happen. Like, and you said, I remember you saying, like, I actually feel safer breaking her water and being there so we can try and do a controlled rupture instead of I'm worrying about her rupturing on her own and having like a prolapse cord when nobody's there for
1: the record. Like we don't just break someone's water. If the baby's floating. Yeah. It's dangerous because anything could, you know, like an arm or a cord specifically a cord could come rushing out. But I felt that your labor had started and stopped so many times Mm -hmm. that your uterus was just, it was just overextended. Like it was just too, it could not contract. So I thought if we got rid of that extra water while we held kept our fingers in place so that nothing could come out with the water. Mm-hmm. I felt much safer doing that than yeah. having you have an, a huge explosion all over like you did last time. And yeah. this was after we tried lots of things also. Oh, you did you chiropractic, did hair, You did
3: stim, you did yeah. pumping, you did mm-hmm. all the things.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So after we did the stretch and sweep here on Friday had more, uh, you know, bloody show and <laughs> contractions. And I'm like, okay, great. Maybe it's I'll go into labor vacuous. tonight. Yeah. Nope next day you know we talked about it I already had the stem kit well no we picked up the stem kit and um I started doing labor stem for a couple of hours that didn't work and I was I was making sure I had in writing very clearly from Kim that they would be coming to the house oh my gosh she
1: goes I said if you can get some contractions (laughs) going then we'll come to the house and we can talk about breaking your water and then she goes okay I'll see you at four and I was like no or something <laughs> yeah she you goes, were like uh let's start goes, this first like, so I'll see you mm-hmm. at this time and I was like I'll see you when your contractions are every four minutes and you were like you somebody is breaking this water mm-hmm. or something like she was not having it any other way
2: <laughs> I said uh I think my words well my text was uh just to clarify you are absolutely coming to the house today at some point right <laughs> and she said yes yeah. I will be there yes that is our I will. plan. Yeah. <laughs> I said, okay, so. so this is
1: like, you were like truly informed of all possibilities yeah. and you had it set in your head what you wanted mm-hmm. and your provider was trying to skirt around that. But I knew yeah. that it would work. I just wanted you to feel like that's all the, yeah. the only thing that was left, well, you know, the
2: whole time, my whole pregnancy, I was talking about how I didn't want any of these things. So, uh, you
1: know. right. And also <laughs> Katie and I then like as providers, for you, we're talking about there's no point in what we push another three days. Like, no, wait another yeah. three days. Let your baby get even bigger. Let your belly get even bigger.
3: Just that your, was because at this point, health. she was already 41 and Four? And you hadn't
0: mentioned that it did seem like you had a big, your first baby was, was big. Bigger. And yeah. we were expecting this baby to be big, too. I didn't mm-hmm.
1: think, I did not think Ruth was as big. She didn't feel as big to me as what Brett felt. Yeah. Once we found out about the poly and everything, and why she was measuring, and why yeah, yeah, why she was measuring bigger, then mm-hmm. we were like, ah, eh, she's not going to be. That so I felt big. good about it, but I just needed. We all needed to feel good about it. Yeah, you know who didn't feel good about it? Was it Meredith? Meredith. <laughs> oh, but they're
4: throwing s- a bit of a shit. There's fade. several reasons
1: this. for that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: There are a couple of reasons I just want to say, in the vein of cOC, the theming contributor care, it is so hard when you don't provide care for somebody else to just be like an outsider part of these conversations, yeah because you don't know the full picture like I knew like even though text we talk all the time. conversation about what yeah. was going on like i 'm not seeing you like i don't know so definitely like you it is interesting how like different you feel when you don't get control. And to the degree that you're well, used to I initially a wasn't situation. on board 100% yeah.
3: either because in my student brain, I'm like, well, let me open up my book and read all the things that could go wrong, right. you know? Yeah. And make yeah. it so I'm like, oh. Can I am like,
4: Can I clarify, though, what I was mostly upset about?
1: Oh, I know, but go ahead. Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> I was mostly upset because I thought we had a plan because the reason why I felt invested, well, I felt invested obviously because of you, but also I was going on call the next day. Yes. So, like, the care would have switched over, yeah. right? And so I, we had a plan that my understanding was if you were having contractions every four minutes, then they would break your water, which I was totally fine with but then all of a <laughs> sudden it went from that to she's not contracting at all and I'm breaking her water. And I was like, what? To Nicole. Like that was shocking to me. It went from Katie Nicole, can't healthy. break her water because we
3: don't have contractions to Nicole's one contraction and she's Kim ch- can break she's it. She's choking me. I
4: have to break her water. Well, <laughs> so, I think that's what threw me because that is outside my comfort zone. And I think if we just like talked about it more, and, like and I was a part this. of that conversation I would have felt better but it just like what I was shocked I was like I don't think I'd personally never done that before and it would be really hard for me you had on board with someone's that, water before you without mean? contractions okay like to okay. get them into labor and I'm yeah. like I've gotcha. oh we've done that so many times two only, other times
3: I can think of only if we maybe
1: so the other thing that I remember is before we oh god was this no, it was after we broke your water. I was like, listen, I have to go off call because something <laughs> was happening the next Evie's day. Evie's birthday. Oh, yes. And I wasn't, which was ironic. <laughs> right, I maxed roller rink because that's what happened with Harrison. When Summer had Harrison, um, you went with her and you stayed with her longer postpartum because Evie had her birthday party. And I was like, Nicole, I cannot miss her party. I cannot miss any of her stuff. This, So she's like... She looks at me with like the look of all, I don't even know how to describe it. And she goes, how long do I have you for?
2: <laughs> I, I needed and to make I was,
1: sure both eyes were looking at me. When, and I went, when and answer. you know how I am where I'm like, I was like, listen, I really need to leave by nine. So I get some sleep. And then when she looked at me, I was like, oh God, 10 a.m.
4: Like, I immediately 10. extended it an extra 12 hours. And like, Nicole, we love each other. I would have been so honored to be at birth. But like, that's what I love about having a partner that you like trust unequivocally is like, I know that she's done all of your care yeah. because you guys live so much closer to each other. Like, I know her and Katie are your people in this pregnancy. And so it's like, as much as I wanted to be there, it's like, this isn't about me. This is about, like, you guys having the continuity of care. Well, and also. And so, like, even though I was like, I, this would be amazing and exciting. Like, I also wanted that for you. And, like, it's so nice to like really take your ego out of it because you, like, really have yeah, your partner. Which and- is
1: important. But I remember saying to you And I've said it to other midwives That I've worked with Like I'm not coming into a shit show So if you set yourself up For a shit show And then you go off call I'm not coming in So also also, Last
4: I heard she had (laughs) Polly Yeah, I was like, and like oh, by had, the way, she has poly and no not contractions, and we're breaking her water. And then, like, also, like, I, what do you think? Which say? is the
3: recommendation, by the way. Right, <laughs> it is. Because I learned like,
4: that. Yes. It's just different when you're part of the conversations. So, like, even, like, even when you, like, talk out how you, like, want to do a more controlled, like, break, right? Like, we hadn't talked about that. So, right. in my mind, I'm just imagining, like, a poly break. Right. just, like, possible <laughs> hand in front of that. I was like, <laughs> what is
2: Drama. Like getting bits and pieces of this. It was so
0: tough. let's go back and we'll rewind to. So you'd ultimately decided you're going to break her water. Yes. Let's yes. start with there. And yes. Then go on for what actually um, happened. And I
1: said, if I break your water, if we break your water and it doesn't work, I, I have to leave. And, and she knew. She was like, I love Meredith. That's fine. But also it would have been a change yeah. in birth team. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And in the end, you were so over it. You guys were already there. And also. I was like, this is happening. And also, I happening. I don't know, like I know I say the longer I do this, the less I know, but there wasn't a single part of me that didn't think that that would work. Yeah, like I felt yeah. so confident. now I did too. When we did it, and then she went on to giggle and laugh, I was like, "Oh my God, was I wrong? Like- <laughs> no, that always
3: happens, though, it's like three hours, and then they kick she's in like, good. she's like, "Oh, I'm contracting. I'm
1: like, she's a liar." <laughs> She just doesn't want us to leave, but she
3: was. Like, oh,
4: ow, that hurts really Ooh. bad. Ooh. Which, Ooh. which is also what I was hearing via <laughs> text message. Like, oh, she's giggling. It didn't work. She's I'm like, god giggling. damn it, Kim. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Anything could happen. I don't know. But then. But then you were waiting for summer. summer. I had to
2: have been. And too, you know, like my toddler came home. He was out with his, um, his grandmothers for dinner to get them out of the house so that I could you know, have my water broken and, and all that good stuff.
1: Labor alone for a bit. <laughs> Yes.
2: Um, so that they poor came kid back. knew something
1: crazy was oh, happening.
2: He, he, Yeah. That's why I had to put in my AirPods. I've never seen
1: one child manipulate so many adults.
4: Three. Well, four. Ever. I was the fourth one. Well, you also, were laboring. You Nicole, don't count. have you taken your AirPods out of your ears since then? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but she did go in. Remember that one? She did go Oh, she, she picks up her water and her... Her phone and my and she starts ball, I rolled it down shoving the, the ball and she looks at us. She goes, "Don't tell me no." And we were like, tell "We me are no. not going to do and that." I, like, I
1: wouldn't tell you no if my life depended on it right now because
3: you yeah. look angry.
1: Well,
2: he didn't go to sleep for me, no, uh, but he was screaming in his room. So I'm like, "Oh, I can't take
0: it." So I put my AirPods in. I said, "You I put your AirPods in, in
1: and you face the other way yeah. and don't yeah, look."
0: So how many hours was it from the time that? she broke well, your water till you really started contracting return of okay. the
2: mac came on and summer walked in okay and that's how i knew return of the happen. mac yes It was gonna happen it all clicked but yeah for her. um as far as time between water being broken and labor starting
1: i don't five hours yeah it, total? it was it was a bit of time but when you when labor kicked in yeah and then you had her it mm-hmm. was a little over two it was like yeah it was two, like two, two, hours two hours of actual yes. labor yeah, it was really fast. Yeah, um, and intense.
2: Yeah, so summer, summer walked in, and
1: as soon as she walked in, you had like got into it. You were that was on it. Your, you yeah. you made a sound through a contraction. You were on your hands and knees, and I was like,
2: <gasps> I was just gonna ignore you guys and make oh sure you God. can't you can't tell me bye. And I know you can't leave without telling me bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like I'm not going I'm I'm to look I'm not going to I put my
1: AirPods in. I'm not looking at anybody. And also she was at her son's birthday party, which is why she couldn't come yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. So we all had all of these like plans that we had to yep. get to in summer or Nicole's like, "I'll birth this damn kid around those plans. I don't yeah, care." Yeah, well.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm very prompt apparently. Well, in birth anyway, not not anything else.
1: So when your labor kicked in, it was very fast and yeah. super intense. And we were like, "Oh crap." we need to fill the tub like let's fill the yeah, tub you did. and you were like fill the tub like i i want the tub yeah so then do you remember when i oh i remember this <laughs> loud loud and clear in my mind she was on the toilet and i heard you have like what was she's about yeah. to push? Like she's gonna push. I love so, when I hear that noise. Right. And we were in the living room. It's like, and I was get like, get my oh. bag. Yeah. Get the get stuff. It. Get bring it. Bring it in here.
2: So I'm so, on the toilet and uh, I start seeing <laughs> you guys bring stuff in that I know is for when the baby comes out. Because <laughs> She I knows said, these things. What are they doing in summer? looked and she was like well they're just bringing things in in case you know and I was like in case of nothing why isn't the the tub ready where's
1: the tub yeah why are you not building the tub faster and then
2: Jarrett comes in and I was like what's wrong with the tub because I knew something was going on and no one was telling me and and Kim's like so let's just say by chance maybe just in case Ruth decides to come
1: before the tub's ready uh and I was like well, no I'm getting in that tub it wasn't that nice, though. When I walk by the tub, you go, what are you doing? <laughs> what are they doing? It was like a demon had the entered. Exercise. What are you? And I that was like, happen. nothing, nothing. It's just the birth tray. What for? Like no i want the water and i was like you can have whatever you want just don't kill me yeah, i don't remember
2: this it, to me it was very peaceful
1: sure? and what? i was
4: like what is that no i
1: tried to run no. by i tried to oh, run by you. with the tray but i made eye contact was by accident the joy the like, story
4: is that we have a third party who's able to verify what is true and what is <laughs> katie. not katie doesn't
1: know what was happening
2: she was right. on another planet too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say i was your first continuity i'll kick like, you off don't call. make eye contact <laughs> she was so odd
4: she couldn't even really see what was going on
2: <laughs> but you made it to the tub i did with pots of boiling water we and coffee a pack, pot a we t- ran t- hot water yes. through the coffee pot yeah, i was like jared
1: where are all of your <laughs> why give is me my everything everything I can cap- yeah <laughs> My <laughs> heart rate's um, a little bit elevated. I banana. said, Don't you have a bigger pot? He goes, I don't know, Kim. I don't know. I've had all That's these sure. little baby pots boiling He's on my like <laughs> We're boiling little, little three ounce decanters. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what it is. Turn the kettle on. <laughs> Put water in it and heat it up before she kills one Use of us. Use the microwave. <laughs> Oh, I never think to do I've that. I never think about the microwave. No, I didn't think about that. That's a good but idea. But we wow. did use your brand new beautiful yes. coffee maker. You did. Yes. yes. You did. You to did make the that. hot water.
2: <laughs> and uh, I do. I remember too, Kim Kim was bringing a pot of, of water over when I was about to have a contraction. I was like, you wait. And she was like, Okay, I'll wait.
3: No problem. So
1: sad I missed. No problem. Oh, you just wait.
3: There's a good there's a better one. Oh, is there a good one?
1: She like Uh okay, so (laughs) when you you made it very clear throughout the entire we started talking about this like at your first appointment. Mm -hmm. You felt so out of control when pushing with Brett. Not out of control, but like you had no say in what was going on. You didn't want to be on your back, but you ended up on your back and you just were over it. Yeah. So you wanted to have say in how you had Ruth. You wanted to feel more in control. In control And she embodied that like no other. She Mm -hmm. was like, You're gonna do this, you're (laughs) gonna do that you do this and I was like, Yeah. Hey, I, I knew what I wanted. But it I was guess. graceful. It, it was, was oh yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Meeting. I needed that. You smiled and you actually when you you were angry when you saw me with the tray When the demon
4: wasn't mm-hmm. coming out of your mouth. No, the you demon were went quite away. Graceful. No, and you, then she was like, I, I need a juice box.
1: Yeah. And then you were- <laughs> I need you to push harder on my back. Yes. (laughs) But it was like so nice when I went to pour the water and you go, Wait, please and I was like, Okay Did I say please? Yeah, you said please. Yeah, you were very once you once you were in the tub, it was like, All right. I knew that's where I wanted to be.
2: (laughs) And then poor Katie at my postpartum visit was like uh, the water was getting kind
1: of cold, but I wasn't going to dare be the one. To tell you <laughs> I to get was out never going to tell you to get out. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> that would have been horrible. We just yeah.
3: didn't hang out long. No. we well, so a mission.
1: So then you were doing your thing. We had like um, got amazing pictures of you and Summer and Jarrett just like all working together. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you made that sound. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then I flipped onto my. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. But first you told Jarrett something that
3: oh, scarred oh, him. Oh, bless
2: <laughs> his heart. What? I don't know. I thought he ate Doritos and I love Doritos, but he said something in my face and I just looked at him and I was like, your breath stinks. And
3: <laughs> Get the poor guy here. was so scarred. Even he the so even upset. the postpartum visit, he still was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go, go brush, me brush my teeth. Again. My breath.
2: <laughs> I, I love him. And his breath did stink a little bit, but it was okay. It, it, I, it wasn't okay it's in that moment. It's not okay when you're about I to
3: push a baby I'm sorry. out of your body.
1: I'm pretty sure I said, I'm sorry, but your breast stinks. You <laughs> did.
3: You were nice about it.
1: Uh, when Chuck showed up for Max's birth, he walked in and he smelled like restaurant. Ooh. And he like leaned in to give me a hug. And I said, no, no, don't touch me. Get in the shower. Oh, my God. You grease Oh, traps. you smell so bad. And he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, and then poor terrible. Kim, She looks
2: over at Jared and she's like, Jared, your breath doesn't stink without even smelling it. Just. To make I was him feel just better. trying to make
1: him feel bad. Better yeah. because he also had a hard time when you were pushing with Brett yeah. because he was like I want to help her you didn't know what to do but yeah. I can't you know mm-hmm. what I mean so didn't like, even
0: no. do a test sniff <laughs> nope no no
1: test sniff. I don't test I don't nope I can't even get it out that's how much I do it <laughs> not at all but when I heard that sound, I immediately got my phone and took a, oh, yes. a thumbs up selfie. And I was using my thumb to cover her butt crack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was. She
1: so the I, best. I got that picture within moments of knowing like, oh, it's happening. So
0: from the time that she made the sound, how long did she push for?
1: Oh, not long. Not long at all. Because I think she it wasn't eight minutes something yeah something
3: like that because she, but she really just hours. breathed to the baby down right really really well so like, she didn't yeah. like push push yeah. she just
1: like allowed her to yeah. come out it was um, even at the end she was amazing. just really just
3: breathing yeah and
1: yeah which made me as a like again with continuity knowing how long she pushed with brett how long like how hard it was and all of those things just seeing her, like, <laughs> she's showing the picture. There it is. Oh, it's so that's good. That's the best. It's so good. Kim's face is the best. Yeah, in that. it's like, the worst. It's hold, the worst. Hold it up one more time. Oh. Yeah. Don't share
4: that one. Kim, without. your face does not portray <laughs> what's happening in that moment. <laughs> oh, that's my excited if face. You look shocked. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs>
1: that's how Well, happened. it was. It was so fast. It was so yeah. fast. It yeah. was so fast. But it. I was so happy like typing and looking at the moms because the moms were like, oh, and they're like leaning, like watching from the couch, trying not to get in the way. And I was like, this is so different. Like it's so, I just felt so relieved for you. And she wasn't even here yet. And I was like, I'm so grateful that you are, you're, you know, no, please wait one minute. Sure. No problem. Like more butt pressure. (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah.
2: No, Katie, when I was pushing, rectal pressure that Mm -hmm. was my jam and she tried to move her hand
0: that was your jam Yeah, I was trying to get heart tone jam your
2: hand
3: in my ass yeah no uh the
2: comment that I made to my husband the following day uh you know vagina of course that didn't feel great but I was like I feel like I got voluntarily ass fisted <laughs> yesterday and I did I technically did and I did not have you, my baby. fist
4: in your ass <laughs> it felt like there <laughs> was no penetration it was a you cupped hand had, the more support the better
2: <laughs> you say it was a cupped
3: hand it
4: was a cupped hand okay well I felt like, like a it's in there right
2: <laughs> no it felt like she was It <laughs> was inches deep in my butt so the so, baby's head. so when you
1: did it's that when you were like so good though when you were like please do don't, not don't move, move your, your
3: hand. hand katie do not move your hand do not move it
1: do <laughs> no. not move it
2: Do yeah, not. I, okay 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 it was a panicked like please for the love of god don't move <laughs> your hand <So laughs> all I, like, oh. I could think of
1: was more rectal more
0: pressure, rectal <laughs>
2: pressure. That, that went through my mind too i can't do <laughs> any
0: more rectal pressure i've already given as much rectal pressure as i can give
1: Poor Katie's like, I, do you want me to use two hands? I yeah. You need my elbows? What? <laughs> I got a foot down here I can add to the party. What do you need?
3: Sometimes that's when you want to just get
1: in the tub with them. I know, because leaning over, the I would have you, know, you in you're there. Like, <laughs> for some reason, the birth, the blow-up birth tubs are such a bitch to get. Like you can't <laughs> lean on them. Yeah, there's, and you, yeah. and there's just yeah. like so much space. Whereas, what I, I don't know, even yeah. the one at Premiere and it was huge. I just felt like I had more. I was more grounded because I could put my feet on the wall to like...
3: Yeah, or like you know lean your mean? belly on the side of it and you can't yeah. do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I used to totally do that. I'd put my feet on the wall and I'd lean yeah, over the side yes. of the tub and
2: just be like... <laughs> I yeah. can yes. see you all flipping yeah. forward in the tub. <laughs>
1: I like
0: the
2: it one picture happened.
1: that Mayan um, has of... Was it Samaya holding, holding like sh- her she foot? She almost <laughs> fell in, so she grabbed a hold of her feet. And there's a picture of Mayan just dangling, like holding the mom and Samaya's holding her foot. Oh it's my really gosh. So more. then... Yeah, then
2: uh, uh, everybody started looking at me like, "Oh, there's gonna be a head," and I like put my hand down there and I felt I felt uh, Ruth's head and I was like, "Is that hair?" and Katie was like, "That is hair." I was like, "Oh my gosh, she has so much hair!" And her then, hair was like floating in the, yeah, water. the water. I felt it. it I was- love that. It yeah. wasn't your pubes. It was no It was like a sea anemone. An anemone. An anemone. Anemone. Anemone.
3: Anemone. 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 Okay. Yeah. Finding Nemo. Here we are. <laughs> she touched the
2: butt. <laughs> Katie, no, not did. The Katie did touch the butt. Uh. <laughs> Who would have thought a children's movie could be connected to labor? <laughs> um, no, yeah. And then I, I panicked when I touched uh, my son's head during birth uh, for like you know my my first baby. But this one, when I touched her head, I was like, okay, I feel her head, and I'm not taking my hand off of it until I can like help, hold like, her whole body. Yes, I want her whole body here. So yeah, that
1: that and was there was that. a nice break, like when her head came out. Yeah, well, nice. It probably didn't feel great. Oh, but... no, it, it was an icebreaker. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> You're like, get her out. But you didn't, you were just relaxed. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, it wasn't like that with Brett. It was so no. ag- like aggressive. Yeah. So it was like so calm and it no was. one was talking. It was. And you smiled. Like you were Did smiling I? at one point. Yeah. And I was like, this is so great. And then you just caught I your own her. baby. Yeah. Aww. It was amazing.
2: Yeah. It was It was good stuff.
4: It was good stuff. And
2: then... (laughs) No, everybody thought that she was not as big as Brett. He was 9'6". And I think the highest guess in the room was like 9'2 or 9'3". And uh, when Jarrett Waiter... I've got this amazing picture of katie's face she's like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> y'all
1: were off a bit
2: yeah just a little and she was like she's nine ten, and, Ka- and kim's like no, no she's it. not and then they're looking and counting the the ticks on the i
1: literally counted every single she was one like, like Two, twice four, six, six, eight. Eight.
2: and then katie was like 10 <laughs> <laughs> the, yes, the Kim. next <laughs> number is 10 and i was like dang yeah but so she's she
1: she's so, a little bigger like, she's long you know she was just solid. She is. She's, She's so solid. Solid. That's she carries like it her. well. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> um,
3: Both those chins. And then yeah. we cheered.
1: And then we, I think we did make actual coffee and we ate food and we had wine. I didn't have wine. You did. I had wine. I had wine. We had wine. We had
3: food the entire time. The that whole time, spread yeah. your mother's made was amazing. They
1: were, were champions. It was so good. It was, I ate a lot more than I needed to <laughs> because it was there like a buffet. So, well, I told
2: the, I told the moms that the the birth teams love food, and they, they really took that and ran with it. They, they really totally took that did. as their job, and they were like, "Take care of Brett, bring food," and they did. Nice, both, so, so
0: much food. They killed so, a plus. We have really overrun the limit of our of normal episodes. <laughs> Continuity takes time, Jeff. It does take time, <laughs> does. and I'm totally okay with that. But I wanted to see, after all of this talk of your birth, is there anything else you want to say about your postpartum or anything we want to circle back around to the continuity as a whole? Katie, how you felt on the whole?
1: How did you feel on the whole? On the whole was great.
0: Specifically number two.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was really great. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I i had like kind of a concern of being like well i already know nicole i've already been to one of her births like yeah. what what will i learn you know because yeah. i always want to learn something mm-hmm. out of it um but i did i learned so much and yeah. and it was just really good so thank you
2: oh no thank yeah. you katie <laughs> Aww, you guys are so cute you're gonna make thank a beautiful you. midwife you.
3: you're so sweet i know
1: isn't she though she is she is you only say that because I'm exactly like you.
3: I'm only
2: saying that because you here. I'm And,
1: just and I I'm not getting tired of people asking if we're sisters. <laughs> oh, my son it happened again. actually,
2: uh, oh, Brett, yes. every single time that he was talking about Kim and Katie, he said the Kims. Uh, the Kims, Kims are coming. <laughs> and then Kim came one time by herself and he was like, no, mommy, where's the other Kim too? There's uh. two
1: Kims.
0: <laughs> made my whole day my whole life is made so i want to say congratulations again on your beautiful rainbow baby ruth yes and um thank you for coming on our episode and again i want to do a cheers to all the great providers out there who provide continuity care and help families have good birth experiences and pregnancy experiences and all that jazz And because they deserve it. Yes. Families deserve to get started on the best foundation possible and continuity care can help contribute to that.
3: Yeah. I just feel like this foundation starts you out for a lifetime of good foundation. Happy family it just all flows into it and knowing (laughs) and knowing
0: that it does take a village and you deserve you need and you deserve support it's not something that is a privilege like having support around the time of I mean it is a privilege for some people because not everybody gets it but really it should be a right for all birthing people to have that support in surrounding their birth experiences indeed And the only other thing we have to say is cheers. Cheers. Cheers.